the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It is a pleasure once again to be with you live from KKHT Studios. Such a powerful scripture, out of the darkness from First Peter and into his marvelous light. That's what God wants to do for each and every one of us. All of us go through seasons and all of us go through difficulties. So this show is about hope and it's about, you know, uh, you may not be struggling under the bondage of addiction, but I bet you you know somebody that is. And God wants you to help that person. So if you tuned in, I hope you'll listen to us. We've got a wonderful guest, a brother in Christ of mine, a fellow warrior in the kingdom, um, a, a man that I've come to, to know and appreciate, and, and we've struck up a wonderful friendship, uh, Brother John Hammond uh, from Hope for, All in, Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry. John, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Ron? Well, it's great Ron? to see you. Always, always. <laughs> So let's uh, let's pray. Father God, we just come to you today with gratitude on our hearts. I, I, I thank you, and I know John joins me in, in thanking you for lifting us out of the darkness and into your marvelous light. And I just ask that everyone out there, there's a pandemic of addiction and bondage and people that are in bondage to all kinds of things, whether it's depression, anxiety, whatever it is, and there's a vaccine, and his name is Jesus Christ. And I ask that you direct use the power of the holy spirit to direct people to to an intimate relationship with jesus and that the words that we speak are yours and not ours today in jesus name we pray amen amen all right well john's been on the show before um and he and i are are working in ministry together and it's an honor to have you here john how are you today doing well doing well john thank you thank you for inviting me well you're always welcome you know Tell us, uh, what does Hope for All in Jesus Prison Ministry do? The title is is pretty illustrative, but give us a little bit more a little bit more information there. Well, uh, we go into the prisons. Uh, we've been doing it. I think uh, it's almost been forty years now. Been going in the prisons. Wow! Started by our founder, uh, Pastor Robert Du Bois, who uh, went home to be with Jesus last July. Praise God! And. Uh, what we do is basically we go in and just have a worship service. Uh, we uh, usually bring somebody has a testimony and there's a, 
now most of the prisons have a worship team and do the worship service, and then we give the message, and then we give, uh, of course, we give all anybody the opportunity there to accept Jesus or rededicate their lives to Jesus. Well, you and I have both seen the power of uh, Jesus Christ in prisons. He's not restricted by walls. He's not restricted by circumstances. And you and I have both seen people that have absolutely, legitimately given their lives to Jesus Christ in prison and and changed their lives. Absolutely. Well, I want to say something real quickly on this. We would have meetings, uh, prison meetings, uh, in different hotels uh, a few times a year. And uh, we'd rent the hall. One of them uh, was outstanding in my mind, John. We had one of the prisoners, ex-offenders, we called them, that was a pastor of a church that spoke at that meeting. Usually Usually we invite the chaplains, but this time it was him. And in that particular uh, meeting that we had, there was five pastors in there where that were ex-offenders. Yeah. That's how important it is. It, it is powerful. And one of the things that people are able to do in prison is because, you know, there's, they've got time, is if they seriously start looking at the Word, that, that can, you know, we're, we're, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's where the renewing comes is from the Bible. And there are prisoners who know the Bible better than I do when they come out because they have read it and read it and read it and reread it, and it's changed their hearts. You know, there's a a man who's a dear brother of mine, uh, Boyd Harrell, who's been on the show, mm-hmm. who multiple offender went, you know, violent offenses, went in and out of prisons, uh, but hit his knees one night and and found Jesus in his heart. And he's got cool ministries over here. I don't know if you know Pastor Boyd, but it's over on Thirty Fourth Street, and uh, and they've got. They do a lot of the things we do at Break Every Chain. Okay. They've got it's it's cool ministries Christ over our lives, oh, which I yeah. love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and they have a uh in fact, you know, we've rewritten the 12 st- you've helped me with that with the 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 12 steps. A lot of that material came from his ministry oh, to I begin see. with. Okay. Now we we played with it a little bit, not yeah. played with it. We 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 did what we thought was better for our ministry to, uh altered it a little bit, modified it a little bit is a better word. Uh, but the original impetus for that came from Boyd. He's a wonderful man, a great pastor, loves in his heart. And, and he's got a ministry that does what you do, go in. You know, uh, we had a meeting at my house uh, last Thursday uh, for New Covenant Church Greater Heights where we were looking at our outreach ministries. Yeah. And uh, you were there. And you told us some really powerful things that night that really touched my heart. And one of them was about when you were driving to a prison one day and you saw a church, and t- tell the, tell folks what you thought of them. Well, the first time that uh, we were allowed back in uh, this particular church in over a year and a half because of the COVID thing, and it was the first time they'd ever had the ministry back in that particular church. And that particular I, prison? That particular prison, excuse, yeah. me, excuse me. And so I was driving from my house to... Uh, to the prison, a Carroll Vance prison that was in Brazoria County. And on that way, I, I noticed churches along the way, and probably, in my mind, because of the length of the drive, probably passed at least 50 different churches. Yeah, amazing. It was Sunday. Sunday. It was Easter Sunday, actually, as a matter yeah. of fact. I could have went into any of them. However, got to the prison, uh, got in there, and the Lord revealed to me while I was in there. He said, John... Uh, you know, you could have stopped at all those prisons or all those churches on the way to the prison. However, they only have you. Wow. <laughs> they only have you. 
and it just brought the uh, the importance right. of what the Lord has us doing there. And at that particular day, I was able to give two to our minister for two services, and it was uh, it was like you said an epiphany. It was it was enlightening to me to realize that hey, these guys didn't have the choice of going to fifty different prisons by any means, right? And but they they are some strong men of God in there, like yeah. because they do study the Word a lot, and they need to be encouraged. And uh, because of the men prison ministry, that's the thing that I find that we we are able to do to those men uh, like they ask questions a lot afterwards. Many of the men are already saved. Uh, uh, and because of the limited time or limited people that are allowed in the services uh, because of the COVID thing, most of them are really saved in there, but to encourage them and growing in the word, that was what they needed. And uh, to me, that's what the body of Christ needs. That word of encouragement. Amen. Were you at uh, the Sunday night service, Sunday nights in the Heights? The other day, when I talked about the brother that had gotten the the letter when he was in prison, I don't think so. I, mean, I think I missed that one. I'm oh, sorry about that. Okay, yeah. yeah, this is a brother that you know he's in prison. Uh, the mail's a big deal, yeah. um, you know, when it comes. And nobody was ever calling his name because he never got any mail. He was ostracized from his family. You know, he'd made lots of mistakes, and and nobody was communicating with him. So he would kind of sit in the back and act, you know nonchalant and hope nobody noticed that he never got any mail well one day they called his name and uh he you know ran up there he was all excited to try to be cool i'm sure because you know uh but uh and he got this envelope and maybe next week i'll read this whole letter um but it's, it was anonymous to this day he doesn't know who sent it and it was a letter from god and it used scripture uh probably 70 different scriptural verses telling him what God thought of him, how much God loves him, how much God wants to outreach to him. And that changed this man's life. He's got a ministry himself now, a homeless ministry. And, and, uh, you know, he's a, he's a wonderful warrior with God. He's got a, he got reunited with his family. Uh, he's got his own business now. He does some remodeling stuff. In fact, he's been on this on show recovery radio Houston. The letter is very powerful. I'll get you a copy of it. But it touched his heart. Jesus can touch people's heart no matter where, whatever the circumstances are, no matter where they are. And, and I, I think that's a powerful study. In fact, I'm going to be preaching at the Open Door Mission, which is another one of the ministries that yeah. we're connected with this Sunday morning. And um, I, I'm going to read him that letter. It's, it's, it's just outstanding. Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah. I do remember that. I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. do remember that, yes. Yeah. We don't realize, you know, we just don't realize. Maybe it was from God. Brought me an angel delivered Divinely that. sent, baby. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, but while I'm thinking about it, I, and the next thing I want to come back to is uh, I want to come back to what, how different it is how you're received in the prisons today versus when you first started and what the prisons have realized about uh, bringing faith-based ministries in. Before I do that, I wanted to reach out to a prisoner who wrote me uh, at – from the Gib Lewis unit, he's got a complicated situation. I'm going to keep his name private, but I wanted to shout out to him, tell him that uh, it took a while for the letter to get to me. Mailed it back in August, and I got it this past Sunday or maybe two Sundays ago. I'm looking into your situation. I don't know that if I can help or not, but I'm going to at least try. And uh, this man had given his has given his life to Jesus in prison. And you just stay focused on the Lord, and He's going to take care of everything. Whether whether or not I can help you or not, He's going to help you the rest of your life. And uh, God bless you, brother. Thank you for writing me. I want to say two two more things. If you want to write me, 
you can write me at either the church at 240 West 18th Street, Houston, Texas, 77008. It's a little bit easier to get my mail at 945 Heights Boulevard, 945 Heights Boulevard, 77008. Or if you have access to email, you can email me at Pastor John. J-O-N, Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. Email me if you've got somebody that needs help, if you need help, if you need to find a faith-based rehab to go in and transform your life, because that's uh, what Jesus Christ can do is transform your life. I can get you into a place that's free, that'll be faith-based, that'll focus on Jesus, but also focus on uh, a holistic part of recovery, uh, every aspect of your life. And, and your life will never be the same. Uh, if you've got a friend, a neighbor, a, a husband, a, a, a kid, whoever that needs help, please email me at Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. All right, let's – John, t- t- tell me – tell us what you told us that night about the difference between when you all first started going in and how you're received in the prison system today. Well, we first started going in, I guess, in the early uh, 1980s. And uh, – at that time, they just they put up with us. Although yeah. we were showed favor at one of the prisons, but but they just kind of put up with us coming in there. But uh, that, of course, that was forty years ago, and uh, since then, though, the recidivity rate, the comeback rate, is is over eighty some percent, eighty to ninety yeah, percent when they return right. But they started seeing when that when the men get involved with faith based ministries. Praise volunteers God. coming in, that that rate drops actually below 40%. Wow. I don't have the exact figure, but it's below 40%. So consequently, because of that, uh, the, the the prisons just open their arms to us. They just are, they just are, are, uh, are begging us to come in now, make every arrangement they can to get us in there. Their mind has totally changed on that level, seeing what the Lord really does to people's lives. That is so awesome. That's so awesome. I had somebody last week uh, that's got a transitional living ministry for women um, called the Angela House, and her recidivism rate is if somebody goes through her program after getting released from prison, they find God in prison, find Jesus in prison, and then want to transition into this place is thirteen percent. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. So and and there you know there's crosswalk here that's. So I, I think it's 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 vital. If you don't reach them while they're in prison, it's not going to help, you know. But if you reach them while they're in prison and then also help them transition out when they come out and get jobs and things yeah. like that, because it's hard. Yeah. It's hard when they come out. Um, th- then that can be highly effective. Let's uh, let's go to a uh, a break, and then we'll be back on in just uh, 60 seconds. In John chapter 5, Jesus asked the paralyzed man, do you want to be healed? He'd been laying there helpless for 38 years. This is Pastor John Allworth of New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, and I want to invite you to our Sunday night services. We're a Bible-based, spirit-filled, non-denominational recovery church. You might say, well, I'm not in recovery. Well, not so fast. We are all recovering from something. It might be alcohol or drugs, or it might be depression, anxiety, anger, relationship issues, resentment, or shame and guilt over past mistakes. I ask you, do you want to be healed? Do you need a move of God in your life? The Bible is a book about recovery, and there is a vaccine. His name is Jesus Christ. We worship at 6 p.m. at 240 West 18th Street, 77008. If you believe in the transformative power of a relationship with Jesus Christ, join us Sunday nights in the Heights. 
John, I know you've been a, a very valuable member of our congregation, and, and um, I know that we both just uh, want to welcome anybody. You know, Jesus wants everybody, no man to, to perish, but everybody to come to repentance and to find Jesus Christ. So you're all welcome. I don't care what you've done, what mistakes you've made, uh, how you're dressed, uh, whatever. We're going to love on you and encourage you, and we're going to have a Bible-based message. And uh, I'd love to meet you this Sunday, Sunday nights in the Heights at 240 West 18th Street, Right in the heart of the Heights, 77008. So, John, you know, one of the cool things is, you know, the reason we were having that meeting Thursday is is that we believe in being doers of the Word, not just hearers of the Word. So if you want to get in on, on, on the ground floor of a ministry, we're a new church, and we're not big. If you want to get in on the ground floor of people that really want to be active in the community and and bring people into the kingdom of God, as Matthew, the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 tells us to do, please join us. We need your help. Uh, you know, the Bible calls us Christ's ambassadors on earth. And, right. and then at the beginning of chapter 6, calls us God's co-workers. That's so cool. I get chills every time I think about that. <laughs> you know, what an honor. Uh, so that's, you know, we're, we're certainly not perfect, but, but that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to do what Jesus said in Luke 19.10, seek and save the lost. So one of the cool things, John, about uh, is that through our Break Every Chain ministry, which meets on Friday nights at mm-hmm. New Covenant Church, 901 Wilson Road. You're all welcome to join us there, too. Just come on in. Um, But is that uh, people that have been in prison that you have ministered to, you're now meeting them back up through our ministry efforts. So it, that's that's just awesome. Yes. God is so good. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So and, and the the uh, I, I just remember both of your faces when you saw each other and you were like, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? And then, and then yeah, I, I met you over there. At the, and, you know, that's an example of a man uh, who has completely changed his life, been delivered from all kinds of things. Yes, and, and uh, you know, but yeah. what was in prison and, you know, we all make mistakes. And, and uh, I did a lot of things in my life. Uh, therefore, the old saying, therefore, for the grace of God, uh, go I, you know. So these people, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's only redemption and, and, uh, restoration. That's and, right. and, uh, so yeah. it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, so he, uh, John, he, uh, I remember that meeting that night, uh, oh, do you really break every chain? He, oh yeah. Like, the meeting. Up to break me, every... Yeah. He came up to me and he says, I, I, have you been in prisons? I said, well, yeah, I've been in a lot of prisons. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he said, uh, did you ever minister in the one in Beaumont? I hadn't, you know, then he sat there and he kept looking at me and, and I don't remember him, you know, there's a lot. Of, I don't remember uh, all the faces. Oh, of course. Uh, no yeah, way. Yeah. But uh, finally, because he, Pam Lynster, you was in the Pam Lynster prison. Why? She says, yeah, I was. That's where you, I saw you. Uh, yeah. uh, that was such a strange meeting. We've become good friends absolutely since then. Yeah, since he's a that great time. Guy. That's he's, where we met. Was in the guy. prison. Yeah. And he was, you know, because we was there ministering. Uh, that, uh, that is so awesome. And uh, you're right about uh, another lady that's involved at our at our ministry now. Yes. Uh, she. Uh, she wanted to join the prison ministry, and I brought Sheila Johnson, who is the, who is the director now of the prison ministry of Hope for All in Jesus. And when they got together, they had remembered each other because uh, Sheila had been to the prison that she was in and ministered to her in that prison. What a unique experience! <laughs> well, you guys aren't playing. I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're going out, on, if not every, almost every weekend, and ministering in multiple prisons. So I want to I want to do two things. One, give the website if people want to volunteer. You know, one of the things uh, again I want to promote our church because we've we've gotten how many people that are interested in, in helping you in the prison ministry? Six new people have signed up. Thank God. Yes. 
and and yeah. that's uh, yeah. from what I understand, that's a lot of people. It's not easy to get people to 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 help you. For some reason, there's a a stigma put on uh, going into prisons. Yeah. Whatever the reason is, some people are afraid something's going to happen, or whatever the reason that they do. But they, there's a stigma on it, and so yeah, this is this is amazing. Well, we need the volunteers. I guess you know. This Sunday, I was I preached at the uh, Estelle unit. And I, I, I had to minister in two services in the morning and two I was there in two services in the evening. I was there for eight hours, you know, because we didn't have enough volunteers to go in to help. And uh, that, that looks like that's changing now, thank God. Well, if you want to be active in the kingdom and do what I think God, each and every one of us has a ministry. That's right. And, and they all differ. But, but one of the things that we're called to do is help one another. And, and love one another as, as ourselves, and, and people need help. And, and so, again, I, I want to encourage you to get involved in our church because that's what we're doing. We're going out into the and primarily the most the two biggest ones that we're involved in at this point are, are your ministry, Hoping for All in Jesus Prison Ministry, and the Open Door Mission, which takes in homeless and addicted men and transforms lives. So if somebody wanted to volunteer or wanted to donate or help your ministry out or find out more information about it, where would they go? Well, we have the website, hopeforallinjesus.org. Hope for all in Jesus dot org, and that's where you can connect with the ministry there. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we need to 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 promote that every. I I'm going to make it a mission to every every single time to give that website out. Hope for all in Jesus dot org, prison ministry. Uh, Money need money need you know these ministries. A lot of the things that we do, you don't charge for your services. The Open Door Mission doesn't charge for services, but there's still we still need money for the ministry because you got to pay travel expenses and and get to these prisons. Yeah. So you had four services this Sunday. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> well, um, also at some of the prisons we're going to, it's open now. Just open, restricted. But still, they're still restricted to how many people. Uh, no more than twenty-five men can come into each. I see each service, and and that's hopefully that's going to end very soon. So that's why they have to have so many services to allow for the for who they can allow to come in. I see, I see. Yeah. But, you know, if you had more volunteers, if you had more people, you could go into more prisons. I mean, it's uh, how many prisons yes. do we have in the this, in this state? I mean, oh, I they're, they're, they're everywhere. So, um, you know, there's plenty of opportunity, folks, to do kingdom work. I mean, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, there's going to be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner having come to repentance than and anything else, and so uh, you know when we can when we can play a role in that, what an honor! You know, yes, the time is short. It is, it is truly an honor to work yeah. in His kingdom. I want to one more time invite people out to worship with us on Sunday nights in the Heights at two forty West Eighteenth Street. We worship at six p.m. We're a non denominational, Bible based, spirit filled church, and we believe in being doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. You're going to hear an encouraging message, but it's going to be based on the Bible. Uh, you know, the Word of God. That's that's where the power is. That's where the transformative power is. So I'd love to meet you uh, this Sunday. In fact, I'm going to be preaching this Sunday, John, on the importance of, of reading the Bible, of reading the Word, of staying in the Word, and how that can change your life. If you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're worried, if you have fear, 
uh, what you know, we talk about that a lot, Amen. but but people really need, and I know you do this. People really need to set up a program where they have time every day to spend time with Him, and He's given us this wonderful book full of truth, and and a, it's really a manual on how to live your life. And right. and I know you found this. You know, I've talked about this before. You're going through something. You just kind of get directed by the Holy Spirit to the something that really lifts you up and helps you. So that's what I'm going to be preaching on, and I, I, I and not only the word, and I'm going to be talking about how the word is is uh, compared to the water. It's you know how Jesus tells the Samaritan woman that if you uh, if you find me, you'll never thirst again. Anyway, I'm excited. I, I'm just working on the prison. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.